Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition, two guests, Sharon Art and Sarah Papa, who are here to tell us about the Partnership for a Healthier Fairfax and the Live Healthy Fairfax initiative. First, a bit about them. Sharon is director of the county's Division of Community Health Development and Preparedness. She oversees a number of activities, including the Health Department's Emergency Preparedness, Partnership and Policy Development, the Public Information Office, and Strategic Planning. Her overall mission is to build a stronger local public health system. Sharon holds a Master's of Public Administration and a Master's of Public Health, lives in Fairfax County, has a hubby and four kids. Sarah is the Program Manager of the Partnership for a Healthier Fairfax, and she was responsible for the implementation of the Richmond Highway Transit Center Health Impact Assessment. She's got a, ma a Master Certified Health Education Specialist and has a uh, and is, or should I say, a Ph.D. candidate in health education communication. She lives in Arlington with hubby and three children. So we want to say welcome to both Sharon and Sarah. Thanks for uh, being on Fif Fairfax 50 Plus with us. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Thank you. Glad to have you guys here with us. Uh, I guess before we start talking about the partnership for a healthier Fairfax, let's, uh, I guess, maybe talk about the, the health status of, of Fairfax County in general. I mean, how healthy or, or, or unhealthy are we? Well, Jim, overall, our community's health status is very good. In fact, the recent Robert Wood Johnson County Health Rankings and Roadmaps report mm -hmm. did rank Fairfax as number three in Virginia as having the healthiest residents. Huh. This ranking is based upon health outcomes, such as we know, length and quality of life, but most importantly, it's also based upon health factors, mm -hmm. and that's a lot of what we focus on in public health. Right. And these health factors are behavior, access and quality of care, social and economic factors, and our physical environment. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, so according to this Robert Wood Johnson, I think he said the survey, we're, we're number three in Virginia, Yahoo. Uh, so we're pretty good out of all the counties in Virginia as far as a health, um, health status. But Fairfax County is a pretty large county as well, over 400 square miles. Is it safe to say that all of the county is equally healthy or are there areas of the county that are different? Actually, that's a very good question. Um, while on average our community is doing very well, we know we have pockets of health disparities and poor health outcomes throughout our community. Uh, we have individuals within our community that don't have um, the same protective factors mm -hmm. that improves their health. And these relate to things such as education, employment, income, family and social support, and community safety. Mm -hmm. um, can't it be uh, said, or I guess a question I have is, when you think about health, and we're talking about the health of the county and, and that type of thing, but, but isn't really health kind of an individual kind of concern, individual thing? But, but the focus has been so far on this question in the studies is community-wide. So why is it important to focus on community health? Well, health is, as an individual um, matter of importance, it, it is critical to have mm -hmm. a very good relationship with your primary care provider, to mm -hmm. have that one-to-one -one relationship. But we also know that our environment significantly impacts our health. And we focus on community health because we want to help to establish a community 
an environment and policies throughout the community that support good health for all so that health mm. can be easy and everyone within the community can achieve mm. a higher level of health. Okay. So the Live Healthy Fairfax Initiative, w what is that? <laughs> easy question, so right? <laughs> the Live Healthy Fairfax Initiative is really the work of our community to bring the public health system together to address these issues, these health, community health issues. Uh, the health department cannot do this work alone because the health department doesn't have the, the influence on um, housing policies or transportation policies, public mm. safety. Okay. We really need all of our partners to help us in this effort. So the Live Healthy Fairfax Initiative is the umbrella effort where the public health system, which is com uh, partners within our community, um, such as those I just mentioned, our faith communities, our nonprofits, it's the work of all of these partners throughout the public health system to help the health department to transform our communities together. Hmm. Okay, so it's when it says live healthy Fairfax, it's really, I mean, it's more than, as you said, it's more than just what first comes to mind as someone thinking of traditional health because there's much more involved to living healthy than just the traditional elements that we that we kind of think about. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it is the focus on policy changes, systems changes, and environmental changes that are needed to support the community and support individuals within the community. Hmm. And all of the different partners in our community are responsible for that work to okay. infuse health. Okay. Some recent examples. Um, the Bicycle Master Plan is an excellent example of that will improve health. Um, okay. You've got to explain that one to me. So, um, the Bicycle Master Plan has a very comprehensive system of Im improving bicycle lanes and road miles. That will improve um, active living for our community. It will hopefully get more people active on their mm -hmm. bicycles. Mm -hmm. It will improve individuals within the community, their ability to access better jobs or education if transportation is their mode of hmm. travel. Okay. Uh, another, and so that bicycle master plan obviously is a transportation policy. Right, right. Um, another example is the Tobacco Free Play Zones Initiative. Mm -hmm. And that is an initiative where working with the Park Authority and the Fairfax County Public Schools, as well as some of our nonprofit providers, we've been able to designate tobacco free play zones so that 1,300 public playgrounds, wow. athletic fields, and skate parks within our community are now designated as smoke-free wow, or tobacco-free. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, kind of a change, I'm assuming, in planning or policy from past years. I mean, have you found that um, other agencies or, you know, partners that you're trying to work with now are, are open to understanding and seeing the health benefits of some of these plans and things that you wouldn't traditionally think of involving a health element? Yes, and you know, we were fortunate uh, to receive a grant from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, our Community Transformation Grant, and the very core purpose of that grant was to improve capacity to address health throughout our community. Hmm. And in the past, and we know still today, we have many individuals, particularly many policymakers, that think of health as that one-to-one -one relationship with their provider, mm -hmm. as you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier. But through this grant, we've been working very hard on efforts to inform and educate policymakers and 
everyone throughout the community that health is really more than it's it's not yeah. just a health policy right, right. A transportation policy is a health policy a planning and zoning policy is a health policy a school policy can be a health policy so that is really the work that we've been doing mm -hmm. and we have been trying to change mm -hmm. the outlook and the and the understanding of health throughout mm -hmm. our community okay so we've been talking about live healthy fairfax but then there's also the partnership for a healthier Fairfax. Kind of talk to me about, I mean, what's the difference there in these two things? Sure. Our, the partnership for healthier Fairfax is really the community-driven health coalition that falls under the Live Healthy Fairfax umbrella. Okay. It's, again, community-driven. We have close to 600 members of that coalition. Wow. Uh, we have members, uh, just individuals, members of the faith community, businesses, schools, nonprofit organizations, government agencies. Uh, of course, it's open to anyone who is interested in health. And the partnership really got its its early start back in uh, as far back as 2008, hmm. when the health department uh, initiated a, a community health strategic planning process called MAP, which stands for Mobilizing for Action Through Planning and Partnerships. Got to have our acronyms. Got to have our acronyms. <laughs> and so, really, back then, the as the, when the process started, and as a result of that planning process. Uh, the Partnership for Healthier Fairfax was established, again, as the community-driven coalition to sort of push some of these mm -hmm. health initiatives forward. Mm -hmm. We're on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, and we're talking with Sharon Art and Sarah Papa about uh, Partnership for a Healthier Fairfax and Live Healthy Fairfax and uh, just what we can do to be healthier and live better and live longer. And we're talking about the Partnership for a Healthier Fairfax right now, and I guess you gave us a good kind of history, partners, kind of what the what it's there for. Um, I guess the outcomes. What is it that the partnership is really driving toward, trying to accomplish? One way to answer that question is simply to to state the vision of the partnership, and that is an engaged and empowered community working together to achieve optimal health and well-being for all who live, work, and play here. Hmm. That sort of summarizes mm -hmm. the mission and the vision and what the partnership is hoping to accomplish. Mm. Big goals, <laughs> big vision. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I understand that this partnership has developed something called a community health improvement plan. So how does that fit into the goals, the mission, the vision, et cetera? What, what, what is this improvement plan? Well, as a result of the, the MAP planning process that I mentioned earlier, the Community Health Improvement Plan was developed, and it was actually adopted in 2013. It's a five-year plan, so mm. it will run from it is running from 2013 until mm. 2018. Okay. And in the Health Improvement Plan, you will find priorities uh, and then objectives and action items that the partnership is currently working on. Okay. So it's really a map, a guide to steer some of these efforts towards achieving some of the positive health outcomes that we're looking for. Okay. Can you give us an outline of the plan? I mean, what are these things that are working on? Are there certain key areas that the, the plan is addressing, that type of thing? Well, the plan is really divided into seven what we call priority issue areas. Okay. And those are active living, healthy eating, healthy and safe physical environments, tobacco-free living, a health workforce, access to health services, and data. So we have these seven priority issues, and then for each of the priority issues, we have objectives and key action items. Hmm. And there are subgroups of the partnership currently working on each of these seven areas. 
Okay, okay. Let's just break down one. I think you said healthy eating, uh, one of the one of the priority areas, which which makes sense. What's involved in that work? You mentioned like a subcommittee going on. Let's just take this healthier eating and and tell a little bit more about that. Sure. The healthy eating group is currently uh, actually changing its name to the Fairfax Food Council, and it's going to be a group of again folks who are interested in promoting healthy eating. They're looking at, at specifically access to healthy food for all residents in Fairfax County. And they've been working for a couple of years to um, get themselves organized. They have created some website resources for faith communities to use when they have healthy group meals. Hmm. In other words, if they're going to have a potluck dinner Mm -hmm, or some mm -hmm. sort of a community gathering, they have some guidelines that folks can follow to make sure that those meals are healthier. I'll bring fruit instead of cookies. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) They've also created a brochure on how to make donations to food pantries healthy. Oh, okay. So a lot of people, if they're going to make a donation to a food pantry, they just go into their cupboard and they just pull whatever is out. Uh, But these are guidelines to help make those donations healthier so that folks going to the food pantry have have some healthier options. And another thing that they did last year was they started a tool share program for school and community gardens. Okay. So can't, can't leave me hanging on that one. Like they have shovels to use or whatever. That's exactly okay. right. Because gardening tools can be expensive. Huh. And so this is a program that allows uh, schools and communities to not have to go out and buy all new tools or an entire yeah. set that yeah. can be shared. So we have gardens at schools and teaching the kids about healthy and it just kind of snowballs and goes from there. Sharon, you were talking about earlier. It's, it's involving everybody, multiple agencies, et cetera. Yes, yeah. yes it is. Okay. Um, what, what a maybe move away from this for a minute, but maybe it's all connected. Um, I I heard something about a community health dashboard. Um, Can we talk about that for a little bit? Maybe, first of all, tell me what it is. (laughs) Sure. Well, Jim, as Sarah mentioned earlier, one of the priorities was data. And Mm -hmm. we've recognized for many years that we really are not bringing the data to the community to inform them of what our health issues are here at the local level. Mm -hmm. So the community health data health dashboard is a wonderful resource um, that presents this public health data at the sub-county level and presents it to the community in a way that they can access it and understand it. So um, it's a a great resource to inform the community, but also it provides the community best practices to address some of these health concerns they might be interested in and also provides some funding opportunity information and links, especially for our nonprofits. It's a great resource to further develop their capacity to help us address these issues. Okay. So there's information there, some of the different diff- different kinds of stuff you, you mentioned. Um, how is this information, I mean, how can residents use it or how does the county use it? I mean, is there, what's, what's <laughs> you've got it there, but then, you know, that, that the end part, end right. role. Well, the resource itself, the Community Health Dashboard, it includes over 100 key health and quality of life indicators. Wow. And these indicators range Um, on topics related to health, economy, education, environment, government, public safety, social environment, and transportation. So our policymakers and our county can use this information to identify where needs are in our community and how we can distribute our limited resources um, to make the most effect so that Mm -hmm. everyone can be healthy in the community. it is uh, a resource that we haven't had available before because community members have, or even 
county employees have had to really dig for this information. Hmm. But this dashboard aggregates it all into one wow. place to make it easily accessible. Okay. Wow, that sounds like that's going to open up a lot of doors for the future for, like you said, all these partnerships and having this information available that people can see and find ways to connect and make partnerships and, and all that to, to the end goal of, of living healthier. Yes, I mean, we, we have to educate ourselves and our community. Um, we have to empower right. ourselves hmm. and our community to, huh. to get this work done. It, it is a heavy lift, right. but I am confident that we can um, improve the health of the community through these different right. strategies. Okay. So uh, in talking, it sounds like a lot of agencies, a lot of nonprofits, a lot of corporations, a lot of businesses, a lot of individuals. I mean, there's opportunities for everybody to get involved, not only a personal level to live healthier, but also a bigger, larger, you know, agency, group, homeowner association, you know, nonprofit, whatever. So is it possible for individuals or groups to get involved, support the, the initiative of Live Healthy Fairfax? Absolutely. Okay. We, we encourage everyone to invest in the health of our community by getting involved with our partnership. Uh, and our efforts to implement those key actions and the objectives that are listed in the Community Health Improvement Plan. Hmm. Okay. Um, is there website, telephone number? Is there something somewhere people can go if they want to get more information and, and, and are interested? Well, for more information on the Live Healthy Fairfax initiative, including the partnership and the Community Health Improvement Plan, people can go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash livehealthy and that has all the information on how we're implementing the CHIP and the seven priority issue areas and what we're doing. They can also call 703-246-8856. Okay. Um, you said something there I, I didn't catch. Um, implementing the CHIP? Well, I said CHIP. It's really the Community Health Improvement oh, okay. Plan. It's another one of those acronyms. <laughs> okay. I thought we were talk <laughs> talking chocolate chip cookies or something there. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that unhealthy reference in there. Um, very quickly, last 30 seconds or so, is there anything else that you feel that's important we haven't asked uh, you want to talk about when we're talking about living healthier uh, overall, the Live Healthy Fairfax initiative, the Partnership for Healthier Fairfax Community Dashboard, anything along this, this health area uh, that you, you really want to make sure our listeners are aware of? Well, I would encourage listeners to discover what it is that uh, influences their health and the health of their families and their neighbors to really uh, understand and identify the factors and how they can contribute mm -hmm. to improving the health. Hmm. Okay, good way to end. Talking with Sharon Art and Sarah Papa, our guest on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast today, and want to thank both of you for uh, being with us. And sorry we had to move very quickly over a really big subject, but a lot of a uh, lot of good information, and hopefully folks will. Uh, Call that uh, number or visit that website for more information. And again, if you would like to get more information on Live Healthy Fairfax, that website is fairfaxcounty.gov slash livehealthy. And if you want to join the partnership, you can call 703-246-8856, TTY is 711. Also, you can find county services and recreation for older adults at fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults or call 703-324-7948. And the TTY number is 711. Now, when you visit that, uh, that site, be sure to sign up for Fairfax 50 Plus E News, as well as the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper. Thanks again for listening to Fairfax 50 Plus. The podcast is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.